0: Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family, and Business. And it's brought to you by heaveninbusiness.com, where you get to grow with God and partner with Him in your place of work and engage in the well-being of the city that you serve. So today, I want to just unpack for you, go behind the scenes, and share with you how I am planning for next year, how I am... Uh, Walking through a process of setting aside time, finding a place that helps to be still, reflect, remember, uh, remembering the Lord, remembering the results, and then kind of processing that. And what do I see? What do I hear? What do I remember in order to focus that into strategy for next year? So I'm going to unpack this and walk it through. You can also read this on the blog, which is on heavenbusiness.com. you scroll down there and you'll find that uh, by the same name. But uh, firstly, actually, I apologize. This is the second recording of this because the first one I did on my way back from actually doing this, and uh, sadly, in the car, in the vehicle, it was too noisy, so I had to repeat it. So it's probably not an apology to you. It's an apology to me having to to do a do-over, which is part of the process. So number one. Uh, set aside time. Uh, I, for me personally, I prioritize a day to do this, but in truth, that is not long enough. By the time you kind of unwind, unpack, get to the place where you need to go, and really for me personally, it's kind of processing a bunch that's happened, and there's so much that's happened in the last 12 months. So I've kind of written down, uh, taken some notes, and processed much of what has happened, and I'm going to walk you through that process. But it's going to really kind of percolate over the next two weeks before I kind of finalize this strategy. And also, there's a couple of stakeholders I need to get engagement or input on as I finalize this. But number one is set aside time. Don't just Assume it's gonna happen. Unless you are intentional, it doesn't happen. Unless you determine what your priorities are, you will live someone else's. So set aside the time, put it in your calendar, and block that out. So that's number one. Number two is find a place that helps for you to be still, reflect, remember, and refocused. Uh, I'd encourage you, actually, to find a prayer house. Uh, we're finding them all over the country, over the states. And I know most churches are pretty empty. The sanctuaries of a church are empty during the week. So what's stopping you going into a local church? doesn't matter which one it is. Uh, putting, the, putting on some worship instrumental music and just take some time to kind of reset, reflect, refocus. Take a journal, take a pen, uh, leave your laptop behind, leave the phone on silent and actually take some time to do this. Be still and know God. Be still and reflect. And so for me personally, I have found I was going to go to Kansas City which, with a friend. And that's what stimulated this kind of overflow. Kansas City, that's International House of Prayer. I've never been there before. And when my friend wasn't able to go, I'm thinking, I don't want to go by myself. Is there one locally? And a bit of snooping around. I found one, Harrisburg uh, Life Center there. There's a wonderful church and they've got a prayer house. So I contacted them and sure enough, they gave some space for me to better plug in, make an appointment and have some time on Monday this week. It's a two hour drive, totally worth it. So I wanna encourage you to do that. Maybe find that, maybe for you, it's going out into a cabin in the woods or grabbing a hotel somewhere where it's beautiful and scenic. Uh, Friends of mine, they'll do a week, an entire week, where they go somewhere as a couple. It's a CEO and CFO in the company, and it's a married couple, so they do that together in this way. I encourage you to find the place that works for you to actually do this. Uh, Be intentional, prioritize it, and then work this through. So, number three, remember the Lord. There is so much going on and so many things happening. And for me personally, there's, it seems, I mean, we've gone from the West Coast to the East Coast. I'm seeing opportunities open up. I'm seeing favor. It's really exciting. So I am aware that I can jump into the excitement of what's next and I can get distracted with what's next that would stop me from being present in the now and can go so running into what's next, that I can jump over some of the relational connection in the moment. And it's the same with my walk with God, is I don't want it to become a transaction. I don't, it's the friendship with God that is the core foundation of everything. So start by taking time to just remember him, remember the goodness, just the grace. And so what I personally did is took the first hour and a half and just, put on some worship music in this little prayer house all by myself. And I just prayed in the spirit and listened and worshipped and walked around and just had my arms out and just reflected with gratitude of this year that you are my source, creator God. Thank you that one waters, one sows, but you're the one that gives the increase. That you are the center of it all, and I took time to do that, um, and it's just so good to kind of get anchored or recentered before I jump into anything else. So, those number three is remember the Lord. Number four is now we're getting into remember the results. So for, for, for you, reflect back over the last year and write down your metrics and the results. Key performance indicators, record the highlights, the testimonies that happened through the year that you want to see repeated. Consider personal and spiritual growth, financial growth, customer base, product or service development, systems and procedures, relational and emotional growth, marriage and family. How much did you give this year? I mean, that's a great one to... Were you generous? Were you more generous this year than the previous year? What were the surprising areas of growth and what did you learn? There's so many things that you can actually sit down and capture that before we jump into what's next. So for me personally, I wrote down our growth, uh, the graphics that were influencing with social media, what's happened over the last 12 months mm-hmm. with the emails and even things like, what's happening with our level of engagement last year to this year, open rates, uh, follow throughs. I listed the places where we did workshops all around the country. Some of it was actually surprising. I thought we did more workshops than we did retreats, but it turned out to be the other way around. So it's like, oh, this is fascinating. The difference being 50 or so people at a workshop, 20 to 25 people at a retreat, and so it's like, oh, there's more interest and focus and desire in that small intimate setting where there's a ton more ministry than the workshop. And then we did one conference which was oversubscribed. We sold out early. So Placemaker, Place Note, we've got a conference coming up April 2023 in Atlanta uh, with Leif Kitland. It's gonna be epic. And make sure you jump onto Heavenbusiness.com, Check that out, and I can't wait to see you there. So what I did is I listed all these things. I wrote down the groups that we've been working with, the advisory relationships that I'm working with. And then I sat back, and I remembered and wrote down some of the testimonies from across those places, plus what has happened in my own life and family. But just reflecting on this year, back in February conference, there was a young woman there, I found lumps in her chest and they found out to be stage four cancer, super scary. Uh, we prayed, we prayed as an entire conference and a week or so later comes back, doctors report not only is there no cancer but they no longer can even find any evidence of a mass at all. Like just reflecting on this, just humbles you, leaves you in awe and gratitude. In July, we were with Swallowtail Group and we had a leaders meeting planning retreats just outside of Virginia. And we prayed for one of the leaders there on the team who had lupus. Uh, What that means is she could not go out in under direct sunlight without coverings and all sorts of stuff. Otherwise, her skin blisters and a ton of other stuff that's just not fun. Well, we pray for her. A couple of weeks later, doctors report again completely gone, as in no record of it being in her body, and they go out with her husband by a boat, and she's going out in the sun, just loving it. I mean, this this is so good. I want to capture those moments. I want to capture not just the healing miracles of what God has done through the year, but also what's happened with Numbers of Growth. The podcast that you're listening to right now has grown 70%. And we haven't necessarily done anything different but we've seen a massive uptake in that. Well, I can look at where are the people that are listening? Where are the states? Florida, Texas, California, Uh, the United States is majority of that followed by uh, UK, Canada, Australia. So what that's telling me is information from which I can then plan out the next year. Just tons of information that's going into this, but also capturing those stories I capture some of the stories of that's really impacted me this year from personal situations through to financial situations of what's happened with clients in getting maximum loans or going from being virtually bankrupt to 10 times the income on a weekly basis and on every side, getting free from bankruptcy, lawsuits. Those are a good day, but I want to make sure that I remember it, so I write that all down. And doing that uh, is impossible not to overflow with gratitude and awe. So that's number four, is really remember the results, the metrics, the KPIs. What were the results? Where are you at? Where's your bank account at relative to the start of the year? And then number five, what do you see in here for the coming year? Where is their favour and opportunities? Doing that previous exercise, you'll start to recognise it what does looking back over the last year tell you about what could be coming next so for us we have significant favor with retreats and workshop opportunities and how the conference is literally falling into place for atlanta in april that's just fun it's exciting there's almost like an ease of things, the connections, the favor. Uh, There's a couple of locations that also have unusual amounts of connections or favor. One of them is, for example, is New York City. There's two churches where people have gone out of their way. The pastors of those places have gone out of their way to connect with us, meet with us, even when we're an hour and a half to two hours away, and then say, hey, you can use our facility anytime you want. We've got ongoing relationships there with Marcus and Claudia Kruald. They're saying they've been building connection relationship over a period of time. There's other key connections right down to sitting on a plane going to Indianapolis and sitting next to a guy that's got a ministry in the Bronx, in New York City, turns out to be a wonderful connection. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. What is opening up? And so because of that, am I recognizing, oh, follow the favor. There's something going on there. There's a key connection. And so we're gonna start doing a day, a month, in New York City with Marcus and Claudia and just seeing what God will do in and through the business community. I will be spending a day a month there and we're looking to do a workshop because of the connections that's taking place in Lancaster, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. There's something going on here. And, it's, and I wish it was so, so much clearer sometimes but often clarity is what comes after the fact. As you step out in faith, otherwise faith would not be required. So we step out and we're sensing, okay, there's something going on in Pennsylvania. Those two places, I'm in correspondence, connection with people and saying, okay, what would it look like? How could we do that? How could we put it together? Is it a workshop? Is it a retreat? And I'm processing those things. As I pondered all of that before the Lord, there's three key scriptures that have just kept being highlighted for me that are guiding us for the foreseeable future. And they give us the clear objectives. The first one is Isaiah 55. Five, which says summon nations you do not know and people that do not know you will hasten to me. So what does that look like? Well, that's all about one of our objectives is call the crowd for a nurture sequence that invites them into a growth opportunity where they can access tools and resources to grow an identity and partnership with God at work. I can change that language to be entirely business focused, or I can just for me and, and talking this with you, it's just... That's just letting you know. This is what, it's, it's all about discipleship. And so this is what encompasses or drives our social strategy through the annual conference and the Heaven and Business membership community. That's all under this Isaiah 55. Why spend your money on what does not satisfy? Why run around, run after this, run after that, run it? Find what is true. Eat what satisfies. Literally, I will summon nations. There's people, we don't have to run after them. They are already here. So how do we nurture them into a series of tools, resources, processes, and connection and community? So the community piece of that is actually something that I'm continuing to lean into and find ways to make this more effective. How do we facilitate meaningful connection? Not like sitting around kumbaya and make you, but actually intentional, focused, and facilitating that. So we've got a promise that the Lord will give us the strategy to do this. So we're waiting on more clarity. But in the meantime, and like coincidentally, the website which hosts the entire heaven and business platform is called Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. We can put it all on there. It's a plug and play, so good, so helpful. Well, they've just purchased a leading community platform called Vibly. And this is gonna become available in January. So I'm like, wow, God, as you're speaking, I'm seeing technology become available and I can connect the dots and step by step, we're gonna be building that out and probably launching that publicly in April, which will be an addition, just already included, but an addition to the Heaven and Business membership community that'll enable us to better facilitate that Isaiah 55 growth. So that's the first part. The second scripture, is Titus 1 5. So the first part is all about the crowd, uh, taking crowd and turning them into customers, clients, 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 acquaintances. The second part is Titus 1 5, which is to set in order what is lacking and, and appoint leaders in every place. So what does that mean? That means give clarity and confidence and connection to those we're working with more closely. It's turning friends or clients and customers into partners through advising, mentoring, training, confronting, modeling, and encouraging. Those words are directly out of the book of Titus. That's how Paul was speaking to Titus to teach, train, equip, activate people. So for us, this encompasses our workshops, retreats, mastermind groups, and individual advisory. And then it leads to the third component which is the third scriptures, 2 Timothy 2.22. The things that you've heard among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who are able to teach others also. So for us, what does that look like? Identify those who have evidence. So this is Romans 16.19. You can look that up. Excellence in business, proven character, vibrant connection to Christ, and the ability to train others also. This is our strategy to multiply at the pace of relationship. We promote others as advisors, group facilitators, and city community leaders. That's an area that we're still working at. How do we do that? Uh, I've had business people say, hey, let's accelerate what you're doing. But I recognize that we're growing at the pace of relationship. For example, you cannot hasten pregnancy, doesn't matter how many resources, you cannot speed it up. You can make it more comfortable. But if you try and speed up the process of pregnancy, you'll end up harming the baby or harming the mother. So how do we grow and multiply at the pace of relationship? So that's what we're working on. And then obviously, I'm talking to Michelle and getting her input on that. Michelle is with Heaven and Business, based in Redding, California. And my wife, Janine, as I get into the kind of the nuts and bolts of planning out the year, where are we going to go, which workshops we're going to do, who are we specifically working with? I'm running all of that and doing that in conjunction with my wife, Janine, who's a part of the business. So that little process, I hope, has helped you. Number one, set aside time. Number two, find a place that helps you to be still. Number three, remember the Lord. Take time to do that. Remember the results is number four. And number five, what do you see and hear for the coming year? Write it down and refine it, refine it, refine it to becomes crystal clear strategy for moving forward. Finally, one area that we've been secretly playing with is intentionally, strategically giving to leaders and organizations to ignite and accelerate hope and fruitful growth of kingdom initiatives. Uh, otherwise, these people are limited because of the finances. So what we've done is we've actually got a nonprofit called the Hope Directive, it's been around since 2015, and we've been investing intentionally in people that have got great fruit, and how do we multiply that? So. Places like Exodus Cry with Benji Nolot, uh, the Reading City Mission with Jonathan Anderson, what they're doing is just phenomenal. I Reach Africa with Tracy Evans. These are people that I walk with that I know and I've seen the fruit of their lives. And they are great soil to invest into. Uh, Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, in addition, a, a Ukraine Kingdom business group, which is where I was supposed to be just before we closed down due to COVID, well, supporting them and multiplying what they are doing. We've also sponsored key individuals to attend events where they wouldn't have otherwise been able to due to finance. So if you are listening to this and you're saying, hey, this has been super benefit to me and I want to multiply people accessing these resources, Just so you know, this is not about funding me. This is about multiplying what we do to give this place either direct financial resources to multiply or actually sponsoring people into key events that's going to accelerate them and keep them relationally, culturally, and and to put it directly, apostolically aligned with heaven and their thinking so that their fruit or their fruitfulness is multiplied. So that's what we're doing. If you want to jump in, jump on board, you can either contact me directly or you can give via PayPal on paypal.me backslash hope directive. And of course, if you've got any questions or comments, don't hesitate to contact me at Andy at So I bless you. Have a wonderful week, and we will talk again next week.